the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The danger of the whole diversity, equity, and inclusion fascination is that you never reach the goal. You're never diverse, inclusive, or equitable enough. Because, look, if you are somebody that is not liked by whoever is in power, if the Democrats are in power, because if the Republicans are in power, like they just want to leave you alone— and minimize government involvement in your life. But if Democrats are in power, like, they know better. Like, they know better what's best for you, right? Like, uh, you really need to get the vaccine, and then you really need to get a booster, and then you really need to get another booster. And by the way, before you get the third booster, I noticed you haven't been wearing a mask. You know, so they want to tell you how to order every bit of your life. And you say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Bruce. They're the ones who want to delve into women's bodies and make women get abortions. No, actually, uh, we are not telling you that you can't get an abortion. We are telling you that if you engage in behavior that leads to pregnancy, we are going to prioritize the result of that pregnancy, a baby, over what you want to do. Because back when you were in charge of the decision without our interference, you took steps to get pregnant, And there are many ways not to get pregnant. There are foolproof ways not to get pregnant. And so now that you've advanced to that stage in the whole process, yeah, we're going to intervene and we're going to keep you from killing your baby. But the whole diversity, equity, and inclusion thing is out there so that they can apply it wherever they want to apply it and deny it wherever they want to Deny it. I mean, I think it would be uh, equitable if we were going to look at a Democratic mayor in El Paso flying illegal migrants to New York in the same way that we look at a governor of Texas flying or busing illegal migrants to New York. I think that would be equitable. Democrats would say that's not equitable. I would say that when Donald Trump was president and there were periodic efforts to invoke the 25th Amendment because he was crazy, a lunatic, unable to do the job. Uh, Have I heard those same arguments being put forth when Joe Biden, how many times, does a speech, turns to shake the hand of his imaginary friend, maybe from childhood, because there's nobody there. There's nobody there when Joe turns to shake hands. The other day, he spoke in New York a speech after his U.N. speech. And he wandered away from the podium. And he went over to the side of the stage. And he was gesturing like, 
Where's the person whose hand I'm supposed to shake? Where am I supposed to go? He turned back. He's looking. He couldn't. And he, he stood there so long that the guy who was to speak next came up to the microphone and like basically had to tell him, uh, you're done now. You can go now. Alan Rogers flying the ship today. Did you see that video? I have not, but oh. I've seen other, others like it. I think they need to reintroduce the Easter Bunny. Yeah, the Easter Bunny. Come on. Come on over here. Over here. Over here. Because that would be the imaginary friend yeah. in real life. Yeah. And he would have no problem recognizing that. Exactly. Have the Easter Bunny. Uh, Terrence Williams is a uh, an actor and a comedian. Terrence Williams uh, watched this and did a split screen of the video from Biden. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's all over the Internet. I'll retweet it. But here was uh, Terrence Williams' reaction to watching Joe Biden, who's definitely not someone we need to invoke the for the 25th Amendment for. Uh, here's Terrence Williams' reaction to watching uh, Joe Biden give his speech and then, like, have no clue where to go for about 25 seconds. <coughs> I know y'all just saw that, right? I, I know you see what I see, right? Did he just forget what planet he was on? Joe Biden, you are on planet Earth. He's supposed to be the leader. The le- He can't even lead himself off the stage. Okay, y'all playing with us. This can't be real. This can't be real. Uh-uh. There's no way this is real. Either this is real or we are in a dream right now. Either I'm, I think I'm dreaming right now. I think the government put everybody in America to sleep, put us in a deep sleep, and we all having a bad dream right now. Because we got to be dreaming. I hope we dreaming. Well, we're not dreaming. It's really happening. We can't make enough baby formula for our babies. We pay more for gas than we've ever paid before. Not because we don't have gas to refine, but because people who have advanced degrees will tell you that the climate is going to consume the earth within the next 25 years. I mean, it's we are through the looking glass with this idiocy that 3 million people teeming across our border in a year is not a threat to our country. The Biden administration won't answer any questions about flying migrants into cities around the nation. How many? How much? What do you By the way, have we ever seen a dollar figure on the amount of money that it takes to give them a phone? Uh, food? Why are we paying for this stuff? Why why are we allowing this to happen? To say nothing of the fact that we allow 200 hospitals in the United States of America to mutilate children because they feel like they're not the sex they were born. And people will tell you, many people, they'll tell you angrily that you are the hateful one, that you are the intolerant one, that you are forcing these kids to kill themselves if you say, whoa, 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 could we just wait till they're adults? Could we just wait a couple years till they're adults? And a lot before they 
make a decision that will alter their entire life. By the way, I observed this phenomenon the other day. I dropped my kids off at school. And one of my kids had something that she needed, going to need later in the day. And her hands were full, so I took it into school and took it to a place in the school where she could find it later. And I noticed something. Virtually 80% of the girls are wearing high-top sneakers. And not just high-top sneakers, but high-top sneakers with a sole on them that basically makes the sneaker a an elevated shoe. Like, remember when, I don't know, Alan, were you in the era of uh, when men wore, like, big heels on their shoes? Yeah. Was that, like, the late 70s, As early disco, 80s? Disco yeah, time. the disco era, right? So, Alan brings up a good point. The disco era, right? Big, huge bell-bottom pants. Now it's the high-top shoes with the big, thick... You can't go play basketball in these because... <laughs> you can't go play basketball in these shoes because the damage you'd do to your ankles if you tried to make one lateral movement would be horrific. So why are 80% of the girls wearing these high-top shoes with the elevated soles? Because it's cool. Because it's acceptable. Because it keeps you from being noticed for not doing it. You're in if you have these shoes. We gave our daughters a shoe budget. You can buy any shoes you want with this modest amount of money. They both bought the high-top sneakers that when the fad ends, one of them bought yellow ones. Okay? Yellow, not... Well, I guess it sort of is their school color, but yellow. I said, why'd you buy those? Because they were on sale, and then I can get another pair. Ah, well, okay. Savvy consumer. I like that. But when this fad ends, and it will end, because fads always end. Leisure suits ended. Benetton ended. Madonna dressing like a hooker ended. Well, I'm not sure that ended. But anyway, all these fads end. Kids do this stuff to feel part of... The in crowd. That's what transgenderism among teenage girls exploding in preponderance in our schools. That's what it is. But we don't wait for it to go out of style. No, let's cut their breasts off. And any boys who want to get in on the action, let's chemically castrate them. And let's refashion their genitalia into the genitalia of a girl. It's sickening. So I have a dilemma. You have it too. Everybody faces it. You want to be a kind person. You want to be a compassionate person. You want to be an empathetic person. Then again, you have a responsibility to your own. And also, I don't believe there's anything wrong with working hard and being protective of your assets. Not stingy, not selfish, but protective. So every day this week, when I pull off the highway at 23 and 270, and I'm headed north on 23, there is a man, a very skinny man, a rather downtrodden, it appears, man, standing there with a sign that is asking for people to give him money. And the other day, I noticed that as I drove up 23 which is probably, what, three miles up maybe or two miles up to like where the Walmart is on 23 north of uh, 750? 
same man in the afternoon. And I was like, hmm, now it's possible to walk that. Possible to walk that. I would say it's somewhat hazardous to walk that. Uh, and it's and it would not be an easy walk. But I would I would suppose, I mean, I see him about 8, 8 a.m. And I saw him about 2.30 p.m. So you could walk that in four and a half hours. So the question of panhandlers. And there's a story out of New York City where there is a common panhandling grift right now where somebody will be playing a violin and they'll have another person with them and they'll have a sign that's written in English uh, U.S. veteran down on my, you know, three kids can you help? And then when you go up the people in New York were writing, when you go up and try to engage them in conversation don't speak English don't speak English. Okay, so who wrote the sign for you then? If you don't speak English, how do you write English? So my question is, what do you do with panhandlers in this era where everybody, I think there's a ton of people out there that have need. A ton of people have need who've never had need before. Or you really have to watch your money. And with the Fed raising interest rates and an effort to get inflation under control, there's no easy fix for this. The soft landing is a lie. It's not going to be a soft landing economically. And it's not going to be a fast recovery either. It's just not. We've got an idiot in the White House, an oatmeal-brained addled fool in the White House, who is only going to listen to whoever has their hand up the back and is pulling his puppet strings. He clearly has not a consistent cognitive thought in his head. I don't know who's running our country, but it decidedly is not him. And he is such a whore for power that he will do whatever he is told to stay in office. I'm being totally honest with you. That's what I do. I say true things. He is not in charge. He is not capable mentally. And the people who call the shots for him are people who hate our country. And by the way, they're idiots too. AOC... Pramila Jayapal, Ayanna Presley, Elizabeth Warren, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, they're all power whores, every single one of them. And they don't care about America because they got yours and they don't ever want you to get yours. They got theirs and they don't want you to get yours. And they want yours so they can have more of theirs. So my Twitter poll is, How do you view panhandlers along the highway? Because we know these are tough times financially for middle and lower income people, but we also know that almost everybody's hiring, are they not? If you wanted a job right now, today, if if I said to you, I'll give you a million dollars, you can't tell anybody, but you have to go out and get a job and be working by tonight. What would you do? You'd go to any restaurant and say, is there anything here I can do? Can I mop the floors? Can I wash the dishes? Can I? Or you go into a warehouse. You need anybody to stock shelves, right? I mean, would it be hard to get a job today if you wanted to get a job today? I submit the answer to that question is unequivocally no. So my options here, and Alan, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. What's your attitude and what do you do when you're confronted with a panhandler? Give them a few bucks. Option two, it's a scam. I don't give. Option three, they're lazy. Get a job. Or option four, other. And I don't know what other would be. I just thought I probably didn't 
cover everything, but those are my predominant thoughts. Should I give them a few bucks? This is a scam. I don't want to get taken. Or they're just lazy. Get a job. Two and three. Two and three. It's a scam. Don't give. They're lazy. Get a job. Those are the two most popular answers, by the way. It's a scam. Don't give is getting 60% of the vote. They're lazy is 20%. Other is 13%. And give them a few bucks, 6%. But I guess it. if you stand on if you stand on 270 and 23 and you think about the number of people who pass that intersection every day or the number of people who drive by the Walmart on 23, if you get 6% of the people to give you something, you're going to have a good day. That's why they're there. Yeah. That's why they're there. Uh, it... The other thing is I think it's a traffic hazard. And why do we allow this in, in our city? It's a major traffic hazard because... If you're driving at 8 o'clock in the morning at 270 and 23, you have someplace you need to be. And if you're going to stop and you're going to give, I mean, I just think it, it's a traffic hazard. Some of those guys leave trash, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you look off to your left when you pull off at 23 and 270. Heading south. It's, heading north, it's, yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable how trashy that is. Yeah. And that time of the morning, the sun's right in your eyes this time of year, yeah, too. Yeah, it's so. bad. Yeah, it's very bad. So I just kind of wonder, like, what's what's the Christian response? Like, I've heard people say the Christian response is, you give, you don't make any assessments or judgments about them. Like, things are as tight for us. Like, I don't have any extra money to give. What are they going to do with the money you give them? I, it's, the other thing is my uh, my brother used to, at the bus station downtown, say, I won't give you money, but I'll go buy you a sandwich. No. Don't want that. No. And they... Cuss at it. Yeah, yeah. So then you know, okay, well, it is a scam. <laughs> it is a scam where they just want to drink whatever you give them. So, uh, I mean, I link, look, I think all of us are in a situation where we want to respond in a, in a Christian, Christ-like way. But we also don't want to be enabling behavior that is not honorable behavior. And... I certainly don't have time to assess the person's physical abilities to do a job. I don't have time to determine whether or not they're cognitively like our president and incapable of holding the most menial job or whether they're perfectly fine, mentally fit and could go in and be a waiter or clean floors or do whatever. I don't know that. But I just know that as our economy continues to contract, and it's going to continue to contract, then we're going to be faced with more of this. People are going to get more desperate. They're going to be doing more things. They're going to make, at least this way, they're going to increase the possibility that bad things are going to be done. thing the other day, they broke up a ring of people stealing catalytic converters off cars. Who thinks of this stuff? People stealing copper out of houses, out of abandoned houses. And some of it is just they're criminals, and they're always going to try to find an easy way. And some of it, I do believe, is really born of desperation. Uh, We will discuss the wokeness in our schools with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. He is locked and loaded to join us next on The Bruce Willis Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.